Hi, I'm Chris. Welcome to a new episode of OCD Geeks. And I'm Jack. Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome back. So, Jack, how are you doing? Yes, all, all is fine here, Chris, approaching Christmas holidays. What about you there? Yeah, same for me. You know, this week has been pretty cold with temperature around zero degrees Celsius. Yes, yes, and a lot of rain too. You know, the perfect weather to stay inside and to enjoy something too watch. Yes, yes, uh, sitting on the sofa with hot chocolate for me is the best. This episode will be a little bit special, you know, we are approaching the winter holiday season, so we decided to combine this holiday vibe together with a geeky movie that is currently available on the streaming services. I'm talking about 8-bit Christmas. So, for all of you that are listening to us from the US, this movie is, uh, is currently available on HBO Max, while, for example, here in Italy, it is an exclusive of Sky, the satellite service here in Italy. What do you think about it, Jack? Did you enjoy this movie? Sure, it has all, all the right cars to become one of the cult movies about Christmas in the next years. I appreciated the nostalgic vibe of the 80s and 90s. As you know guys, me and Chris are particularly fond of this period because it's our childhood. We don't want to spoil anything so this will be pretty much a spoiler free episode. For those of you who might not be familiar with this movie, basically it takes place during the Christmas holidays of 1988. The main character is Jake Doyle, a young kid that really wants to get the new Nintendo system. Basically his parents don't agree to buy it, so he's going to think about the best way to achieve his dream. This is a very nostalgic movie for all of you that grew up between the 80s and the 90s like us. You can expect many references to the geek pop culture as well as that period of time. I really enjoyed this part of the movie. Even though it is a Christmas movie related to gaming and Nintendo, it is not limited to that aspect. It made you reflect upon many things that are meaningful. I think the movie starts as a funny comedy, but later on we discover it's not only that. I mean, the funny sides and the jokes are widespread throughout the entire movie, but especially in the second part, there's some cliffhanger. Yeah, as we said in the past, I really enjoyed the brand new Homes with Home Alone, but I have to say that for me specifically, this new 8-bit Christmas, it's even better because it has the nostalgic vibe of the 80s as well as the geek pop culture theme, especially in Nintendo, since, you know, I am a big fan of the software house from Kyoto. Chris, you've been passionate about Nintendo. For me, it was quite the same about PlayStation when the first PlayStation came out. I remember my first quest to PlayStation. Of course, it was not so aggressive like uh, <laughs> that of the protagonist, but uh, I, I was really happy and glad when I received for Christmas. I think it was Christmas 98. Even myself, I didn't get the PlayStation immediately. Several of my 
friends in elementary school were able to get it before me. You know, I was quite jealous of them, but the joy of opening it was something outstanding. Yes, and I remember with the first PlayStation, there was also a game inside. The demo? Not exactly a demo, but a complete oh. game. It was International Superstar Soccer 1997-98. I still play that game sometimes when I remove the dust from my old PlayStation. I still have here with me. And <laughs> But yeah. of course, yes, I played seldom. I played rarely right now. As for me, my first two consoles were the Game Boy Pocket as well as the Super Nintendo that is known in Japan as Super Famicom. And that happened around 1994, 1995 or something like that. So my first approach to the gaming world was thanks to Nintendo. Yes, yes, I think it was cool. I was never passionate about Nintendo, I don't know why, maybe because all of my friends had PlayStation or Xbox and not Nintendo, but I, I can get your point. The movie is starring Neil Patrick Harris, that is well known worldwide as the actor who plays Barney in the famous series How I Met Your Mother, that I'm sure you are passionate about, Jack. Sure, during my last years of university I spent a lot of time watching How I Met Your Mother, especially the last seasons, because I wanted to see how it ended. I think this movie recalls How I Met Your Mother vibes, especially during the storytelling from parents to the daughter. Neil Patrick Harris plays pretty much the role of the protagonist in the present days. He has a little daughter, basically explain to her the story about how it first got the Nintendo system. Even that kinda remind, as you were saying, the same approach of How I Met Your Mother. Yes, when Ted is telling their sons how he got to know the mother. In the first place we see that the daughter of the character played by Neil Patrick Harris is so greedy of receiving a, a cell phone because she wants to, to text her friends. The storytelling of the father is something quite uh, long. All the movie is a big flashback of uh, 1988 when uh, he was so greedy to have a Nintendo, so it's based on the story of the father. But again, don't mistake, this is not just a Nintendo theme movie. You know, it's a movie that thanks to it you will reflect about many things related to the Christmas holidays as well as the role of family and friendship. I found it quite meaningful. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Yes, actually I didn't expect the turning point that it gets. Don't spoil end. anything, Jack. I, I won't spoil it. I'm just telling my impressions about it. I think that the importance of of the, the parents' lessons and in general of hard work is central to the whole story. Would you recommend this movie to our fellow geeky listeners? Of course, guys, especially if you enjoyed uh, movies back in the years such as uh, Stand By Me, The Famous Teenage Cult, or for example, if you watch Stranger Things, I think you can appreciate this adventure even more. Yeah. In the movie, there is a very nasty kid around the block, is the richest kid in town and he was able to get all the games and accessories in order to play but he was quite mean towards all the other kids even the fact of having a small group of friends in the same elementary class or being invited into a friend's house in order to play something together. It is something that really belongs to my childhood. Nowadays, it is not so common for kids to experience something like this. 
because everything is online. Of course, recently with the pandemic, it became even harder, you know, just to have uh, friends coming over. You know, I recall memories of my childhood that I didn't think about it for a long time. Yes, the video games back then had the strong power of building relationships between friends. Of course, you have to gather together right now. You can do it sitting on your own room and it's not the same, of course. You know, the time we were elementary students, I remember the global hit of Pokemon became viral. So it was quite common, for example, to meet together with friends and our Game Boy with, you know, a cable link in order to connect my Game Boy together with my friends one, to play match together and to exchange our Pokemon. Even that, it seems like uh, a century ago, but, uh, you know, it was a very fun experience. Yes, and it's a symbol about how fast the times are changing and mm, developing, how technology is changing. Another thing that I really appreciate about the movie is that in a childhood world, the sequel of Nintendo is is lived has a war. The, the little kid is mentioning uh, he's living that like going to yes. Vietnam or but he's not side. sure the meaning about it. Yes, he doesn't know because of course he he he, he hasn't studied yet probably at school. On the other side, when there is the, the rich child choosing the partners to play Nintendo with, <laughs> it reminded me of back in the first years of of the 90s. Workers were picked up by the employers that the fabric for example when they get rid at, at the gates and got picked by the the employers to work how central for a child the entertainment world is especially in the first adolescence if you belong to a younger generation and if you saw for example the nintendo right now it seems like something really old and nothing relatable for example to the modern platforms but actually the nintendo and later on the super nintendo were something outstanding. So, for example, while at that time I was playing some games, I thought to myself, this is the most amazing things I ever seen, because you know, up until that point, you were able to get such high-level quality games only in the gaming rooms that were quite expensive because every match you needed to pay something. Yes, and it was a really higher level of entertainment for us, but also for our parents when they approached to it. I remember even my dad got to play, when, when he got to play PlayStation for the first time, he was so hooked by it. So it was a great revolution overall. Even though most of the time I played single mode or with friends coming over. But you know, Jack, I, I remember back in the days, you were able to find all kinds of magazines related to the gaming world. So for example, Nintendo as well as PlayStation and later Xbox. Some of them contain some kind of strange trick or code, basically combo of buttons that you needed to press in order to unlock some kind of advantage. The so-called cheats. Yeah, we, we used to call uh, codici or like codes because it was something, you know, secret that only thanks to these magazines you were able to discover. Yes, it was extraordinary and so entertaining even to get to the shop and check those magazines out. Now, here in Italy, only one video game magazine lasted. I'm talking about the games machine. It's the second oldest 
gaming magazine all around the world because it started in the 80s. So there is only one gaming magazine in Japan that is older than that. I didn't know that, but my father himself bought this magazine for months, if not years. Yeah, you know, even myself every month, I am still accustomed to this kind of entertainment. But you know, guys, you can guess how much we are passionate about this topic. We will be glad to hear from you. Again, this is an HBO Max exclusive, so I'm not sure what kind of service you can access this if you are not living in the US. Here in Italy, it's on satellite television. Yeah, that's right. Besides that, Jack, before starting the recording, you were telling me that you were pretty much fond of an international championship regarding chess. Is it correct? Yes, exactly. I'm fond of chess. These days have been played the Mondial Chess days. You know, there were two opponents, one against each other. One is the actual champion of chess, Magnus Carlsen from Norway, and the other is uh, Ian Nepodniakci from Russia. In these days, they challenge each other for who would become the new world chess champion. I don't play these days, but I remember way back when I was maybe a middle school student and a high school student, I had a big passion for chess as well. I've not been passionate always, but during the quarantine last year, I developed my skills. Right now, I've been playing on chess websites to get practice and to find new opponents. Yeah, you know, I, I remember that right the time, you know, we met each other during a study holiday in Scotland. We were trying to play chess with a friend of ours that was way more advanced compared to us. Basically, he taught us how to play with mind without using a chess board. But, you know, at least for me, I was able to keep up the pace only for 30 seconds because otherwise I would completely lost my picture of the game. Yes, yes, it's all about studying the theory there and of course get practice, not only about photographical memory but still a lot of studying behind it. I will never get to those levels, I will have to dedicate all my days to that. Yes, if I start to play again I will buy some kind of apps or game for I don't know, the Xbox or the Switch in order to play with other players at the same time by having a more modern style of chess. You, you remember, Jack, for example, like in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Ron is playing a chess game and the pieces are moving. They act like a real-time battle. I really like the style of games. You know, chess in a modern vibe. I understand that, yes, and that's pretty cool, I have to admit. Yeah, you know, Jack, talking about Harry Potter, I saw that in January they will air on satellite here in Italy, in the US, HBO Max this time as well, a brand new special related to the anniversary since the time of the first Harry Potter movie. So that can be something really meaningful to watch. Yes, actually here in my city, yesterday and today it's aired the first Harry Potter Restored. I think that's what we are talking about. That's gonna be on the streaming services starting from next year. But not only that, it's kind of a reunion of major actors in order to recall memories about that time of shooting the first movie. It's a 20 years anniversary reunion. So I ah, think it's... 
it's called uh, Return to Awards, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure we will totally do an episode dedicated to that. Yes, it could be a very great point and so much fun to analyze it and see how the actors have changed throughout yeah. these years. And uh, I even saw that, you know, the brand new Eternals movie that was recently in the movie theaters will be added to Disney Plus next month. So it's something to look forward to because I didn't see Eternals in the movie theaters. You know, guys, we have plenty of ideas for the coming episodes, but of course, this is us, but you are part of the community. So if you have any feedback or topics that are related to geeky pop culture, also about mental health, since we are the OCD Geeks podcast, you're welcome to reach us directly on Instagram and Twitter at Chris underscore OCD Geeks, as well as Jack underscore OCD Geeks. You can visit our website www.ozdgeeks.me. So, Jack, until next time, let them talk our freaks. We stay tuned on OCD Geeks.